Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the NBA's Big 30. I'm your host, Yash Parikh, and I hope you're having a fabulous day today. It's time for a complete finals recap. That's right. Today, we're going to go over finals games 2, 3, 4, and 5. Spoiler alert, there was no game 6. Even though there's a lot more to cover, such as Chris Paul being waived, we will get into that another time. Without further ado, let's hop right in. Let's begin by talking about game two. The Heat won this thriller 111 to 108 after Denver took game one. The Heat entered the fourth quarter down eight and completely turned the game around. Max Struess started the game out hot, hitting four early triples. Gabe Vincent also started blazing as he ended up with 23 points. Vincent got into foul trouble and only played for 31 minutes. Perhaps the main factor to help the Heat turn the game around was Duncan Robinson. He scored 10 early in the fourth quarter to give the Heat a nice and well-needed boost. Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo both had 21, but Jimmy also had 9 assists. He's been evolving into a playmaker right in front of our eyes. On Denver's side, this game wasn't necessarily a failure. It was virtually a one-man game, aka a failure with Jokic having 41 points and 11 rebounds. Jamal Murray managed to piece together 18 points and 10 assists, but he wasted a lot of opportunities. So far, through two games, Jamal's had at least 10 assists in the first two finals games. In Game 3, Denver took its first road game. They soaked the heat, 109-94. to Sorry, I just can't stop with the cheesy puns. Miami's role players struggled in this game, although star Jimmy Butler had 28 points. The Nuggets had a historic game, with Jokic having 32 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists, while Jamal Murray had 34 points and 10 rebounds and 10 assists. This game was pure domination. Not much more. Honestly, I kind of feel bad for the Heat, as they have no way of guarding Jokic. Yet, this game may not have been all about Jokic and Murray. Christian Brown, the Nuggets rookie, went 7 of 8 from the field en route to scoring 15 points, which included a crazy and one. In this game, the rook was really showing out. Also, if Brown wins the NBA title, He'll be the third player ever to win an NCAA championship and an NBA title in back-to-back-to-back years. The only other two players who've done that before are Bill Russell and Magic Johnson. Now that's some elite company. Game 4 was pretty even up until late. The Nuggets won this heart-wrenching game for the Heat to go up 3-1 on the Heat. The Nuggets scored 108 points with the Heat only putting in 95. The Heat were this close, this close to pulling their usual late game comeback, but they lost anyways. 
Jokic was in foul trouble, Murray was having another stinky game, and down the stretch, the Nuggets didn't have much to turn to. It looked like the Heat were about to grab another victory. Instead, it was a wasted opportunity. And the unsub heroes of this game were Bruce Brown, not related to Christian Brown, and Aaron Gordon. Brown had 21 points off the bench, while Gordon had 27 points. These including hitting multiple three-pointers, and Brown had 11 of the Nuggets' last points. Nothing else to say here except for the fact that Aaron Gordon was dominating in this game and Bruce Brown just controlled the Heat defense. He did not let them get any stops and he hit multiple risky step-back threes. That's Bruce Brown for you and we've never seen this side of him before. I guess he's just a playoff performer. Game 5 was the title clincher back in Denver. The Nuggets have won the NBA championship. They were down 7 at the half, but they pulled back to win 94-89. to The footage on the NBA app of the last 3 minutes of the game is amazing, so you should definitely go check it out for a comprehensive report for what happened at the end of this game. Let me sum it up for you. Jokic won finals MVP, threw Jamal Murray in a pool, and didn't want to attend the championship parade. That just sums up Jokic for you, a really level-headed, chill guy, unless he's throwing Jamal Murray in the pool. This was a great series overall. At the beginning, I wasn't very keen on watching it, but I did anyway, and it did not disappoint. Yes, I am disappointed that the Heat lost, but they put up a good fight. I think that this is a good time to call attention to how hard the Heat had to work, even to get to the finals from being an 8 seed. Remember, they lost their first play-in game against the Hawks, and it was looking like they were going to lose their second one against the Bulls. However, they made a comeback win, and the rest is history. Let's remind ourselves of these two teams' playoff runs so far. The Nuggets had to beat Minnesota in 5, then they beat Phoenix in 6, the Lakers in 4, and now they made it to the finals. The Heat, the 8th seed, had to beat the 1 seed, Milwaukee, and they beat them in 5. Then. They beat the Knicks. The Knicks, they beat them in six. And then they went to seven against the Celtics after almost blowing a 3-0 lead. They made it to the finals too. So the Nuggets were the one to pop the champagne in the end. They had an epic finals parade today and celebrated in full Denver fashion. A lot of the players had some very wise words to say and you should go check out that celebration too. So does this mean that the podcast is done? No. It just means that the season is done, but there's plenty to talk about in the offseason. We're going to be covering trades, signings, rumors, in the draft. The Nuggets may not have much in store for them, but the Heat are going to be looking to add another elite piece. That might mean Damian Lillard or Bradley Beal. Also, there are plenty of the gaps that the Nuggets could fill. I guess we won't know until something happens. So stay tuned, and I'll see you next time on the NBA's Big 30.